Hello and welcome to the Gossip Stone Podcast, where we cover the Ocarina of Time randomizer. We focus primarily on the race and competitive scene, as well as various other related topics for the community as a whole. I'm your host, Emo Soda. It's me. And I'm joined by two wonderful guests. They're back for a second episode in a row. Welcome, Jimbo and Chuckles. Hey, what's going on? Happy to be here. Hello. I just want to just say that... I have not slept with the host. That's why I'm not back here for the second time <laughs> in a row. Um, We're not even on the same happy. continent, so I, I <laughs> see how that could possibly be a thing. Uh, today we're going to talk about what we're thankful for, as it is November and Thanksgiving is coming up right around the corner, as well as Ocarina of Time Randomizer version 6.9. That's right, 6.9. And nice. uh, we got some side tournament wrap-ups as well as the main topic, season six. It's time to get hyped for season six. Woo! Yeah! The hype. <laughs> That's the hype. <laughs> oh, we got all of two people in the crowd just on their feet <laughs> clapping wildly. Um, so yeah, it's nearly Thanksgiving in the United States. So let's gather around the metaphorical table with our Ocarina of Time randomizer family and ask, what are you thankful for? Um, I mean, I guess pretty much just the, you know, cliche stuff like family, friends. Um, I mean, also just being able to play Zooter, having enough time to be able to like do that in my free time. I'm thankful for that. As a British person, we're not usually thankful. Um, but I will oblige in the thankfulness on the podcast for all of you Americans and others celebrating Thanksgiving. Um, I think for me, I just have met so many cool people playing this and I'm very thankful for all the friends that I've made in the community, not only just to engage with me playing this ridiculous game, um, but just kind of grown me as a person and helped me find out who I am. Um, so y'all know who you are if you've kind of are friends with me and stuff. I love you all. Well, your answer was a lot better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just more thankful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really thankful for the tournament settings being less than seven chickens. Let me tell you, it's been a long climb to the top here, folks, of less than seven chickens mountain and i've this is a, a mountain i'm dying on i'm going to be laid to rest on the mountain of chickens should always be less than seven or fewer than seven you know it's just not it's just a moot point and it's not even christmas yet so i'm really thankful that uh we have less fewer than seven chickens um but seriously i would say uh no, I think that's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next year, it'll be greater than four big pose will make you Ooh, oh God. even happier. Let's go. It'd be always an always hint. I mean, hey, we're just, you know, we already got rid of uh, Foolishes, so you must, why, why not? Why not have another one? Spoiling the content there, you know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nah, everyone knows how six settings by now, but we'll get into that a little bit. <laughs> Um, and I know here from Winnie, uh, the wonderful script writer for the podcast, 
Uh, she says, I am thankful for wonderful friends who put up with my crazy nerdy passions for the developers who keep coming up with cool things to keep the game fresh after all these years and to the whole community because without races to talk about and people to talk to, we wouldn't have a podcast at all. And I definitely think it's the best answer <laughs> for the record. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a spreadsheet master. Yeah, not everyone can uh, maintain spreadsheets and uh, do all the boring stuff. So really, it's uh, it's great to have her part of the podcast, the community. She's a new moderator for the, the main Discord for the, the randomizers. So uh, where would we be without winning? And all of you that are listening as well. We wouldn't be here without a, a nice audience to uh, cheer us on. So, You think there are people listening? Yes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I definitely have confirmation that people listen to the podcast. Uh, from nice. Jeff, so. <laughs> um, so version 6.9. Um, so we usually get a major release in time for the main tournament. Uh, it looks like we get version 7.0 just in time for season 6. But uh, in the meantime, we have version 6.9. Uh, and some of the cool things that I've recently added to the main dev branch. Pots. Pots are finally ready. Uh, the logic overhaul has been completed. took several months. Um, basically the whole year of just reviewing code uh, for the developers. But pots and crates are now added to main dev along with beehives. Um, you can randomize those to your heart's content. They will now shake if they have an item. Uh, pots and crates also have textures available for them. Freestanding rupee shuffle is also finally a thing on main dev. Uh, it's been play tested for the past couple months, including yours truly. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty uh, crazy, pretty crazy stuff. Uh, you can get over a thousand checks with just those things and whatever we have on main dev right now. So. Uh, if you've ever wanted to play more than a thousand seeds in rando, now's your chance. And uh, custom models, I, th- I think it's like probably the most relevant thing coming out of uh, the recent dev work. And now race legal, as uh, seen by Trez's announcement and racing announcements in the May Discord. Um, what what are your all's thoughts on custom models? <laughs> I was uh, I was very anti it to start off with, as I am for most changes. Um, I thought they looked ugly. I thought it'd be an eyesore for restreaming. And then one evening passed, and I slept. And then I looked at the models, and now I am an adopter of Fierce Deity Link as adult and the cute school kid as child. So I love them. I think they're great. Some of them. Maybe look a bit ugly looking at you, Stone of Agony. Um, <laughs> but some are great. Are we going to see? I mean, I think 50% of runners will now be anime girls and, and, and things like that. So that's good for them. Happy for them. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's been a feature that I think people were really asking for uh, for a long time, uh, being that, able to have your own custom models. I'm personally okay with it. I mean, as a race mod, though, it's kind of it's like an extra responsibility on you know our plates to make sure that everyone is using a race legal uh, model, which is fine. I mean, we have that system in place that checks the skeleton and uh, alerts you 
you know, if you're using an illegal model. So that that definitely helps quite a bit. But I think it is a uh, it's it's a good feature that they brought into the uh, into the randomizer, and I'm sure everyone is going to enjoy seeing the uh, various models in that six races. I kind of want to just be like the skin police <laughs> for the race mods. Just be like <laughs> looking around, poking around bods. Mm, is this legal? I don't know. You're missing a hand there. Your feet are kind of fucked up. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I was using uh, the Goku models uh, this morning for the weekly. I know they're illegal, but uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> they were they're on the they're, <laughs> They're on the list of like legal ones that Trez posted, but again, some of those aren't actually not uh, legal. You have to like check them before you race with them. I would say it's probably the safest thing to do, especially uh, with quals ahead of us for season six. I think uh, you want to test out your shit before you yeah. before you uh, don't you know you want to get DQ'd on one of your quals. I can just tank someone's chances for just even making top sixty four. So, um, yeah. But uh, personally, I like the Ruto models currently. Kind of digging those. The N64 Ruto for both ages. Uh, carrying Ruto as Ruto will never get old. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. We were saying before that it'd be nice if you had special abilities for each of your models. So for me, if I play as school kid, maybe I don't need to do like the Ocarina minigame. Maybe the, the school kids can just give me the items. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was playing a race the other day, and someone was like, you swim faster with Rudo? I'm like, um, yeah, amazing. yeah that would be so cool. of course yeah. I do. <laughs> no, I'm I think in terms, of, in terms of racing, like in the quals, I'm just going to use standard models. I think this is just a bit of fun. Like It's nice just to switch things up, keep things a bit fresh, but I'm not going to risk random things coming up my, my pause menu saying that i need to repatch 30 minutes in so yeah i kind of the only thing i had wrong with the ruta models too is as adult it kind of obscures your view for uh shooting the bow so uh you try and like z target with third person aiming it just there's a big blind spot and you just have to imagine what's there <laughs> <laughs> which is fine yeah. I, I think i'm gonna play those just to spice it up swag on some people you know, as long as it's legal. But uh, there's also the female voice pack, courtesy of Maple and Shirole. Um, also, you can apparently make your own voice pack, as demonstrated by Zopar uh, a few days ago. He has made a very cursed sounding uh, voice pack with his own voice. And uh, it's quite Mimi, I would say. But uh, Zopar uh, being Mimi. No way. Yeah, it took him about six hours to make it, is what he said. So uh, for those that really want to jump in on that, just be aware. It's a lot of work, but the results uh, kind of speak for themselves, I think. But but it's, it's cool. More customization, more ways to uh, spice everything up here. Just playing the game. Like, I'm more entertained in Forest than I've ever been. Just looking at, like, whatever model I'm, I'm playing as, right? So I, I think uh, in regards to that, it's just uh, it's just another good thing added to the rando. And I'm kind of pumped that it's race league. I've, like, God, I was kind of shocked that uh, the race mod team, Trez, kind of are seemingly allowing it for S6. But with the, uh, the skeleton check, uh, like Jimbo said earlier, really does uh, simplify a lot of the policing and legwork with that. So 
apparently there's also a dark mode. I have no idea what that is. Uh, <laughs> it's just on the list here. You heard about that? Uh, yes, and I can confirm there is a dark mode, but I believe it's only on the offline version of the randomizer. Uh, but pretty much the most recent dev version adds like a toggle switch on the top right corner of your screen. And you can click that to toggle between light and dark mode. And it's actually pretty nice. Oh, for the randomizer itself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like dark mode and high realm. Like, is everything like black? <laughs> you just have to, it's blind mode. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, yet. I don't think we have that yet. Uh, apparently, I, I did see a couple of weeks ago that there was a branch of the randomizer that allows you to randomize textures, all of the textures. And it was terrifying, to say the least. Wait, so um, like the sky would be green and things like that? Or? Oh, no, it wouldn't be randomized color, it'd be randomized texture. So the sky would be like gold skulltolo. <laughs> like stretched be... out like so it, like shit like looks really messed up and like link will have his texture also rent like everything has its texture randomized so um kind of a nightmare fuel but man if that's that's probably possible in the future for uh for us in ocarina of time i know for majora's mask it can do that with their randomizer for sure but it's kind of obscure right now no see maybe next year maybe next year we'll get wild shit like that um Oh, we also an option to get skull hints from their respective NPCs. That's probably the spiciest thing that came up uh, just a few weeks ago. A lot of gamers, once S6 settings were announced, uh, yeah, they, some people just went nuts and were like, you know what? Let's just make this a thing. Let's add this to S6 after the settings have been finalized. <laughs> and yeah, I think this came, the, this came up in a discussion randomly, and I think Exodus and some of the people were just worked on it and like a day later it was fine it was in it was it was working it was functional it's like <laughs> we played one kind of uh race with it on as just a, as a fun thing um 10 20 30 40 and 50 20 was the fire arrows so we just had to get 20 schools <laughs> anyway but it it's really good it's, it's really fun i think there is a huge discussion about hints which we'll probably touch on a bit later and this is just one of those other elements that are really going to think about how we use hints in the randomizer in future, I think. Yeah, it kind of just completely restructures the way you can even have it set up for hints. So it's like, <laughs> instead of however many there are for like sometimes right now, right? Like 14, 15. It'd be like, oh, 30. 30 are just free hints. Like, do we make grottos not have hints anymore is that somewhere we would want to go um i don't know i think it's a discussion for another time but it's pretty uh exciting all of these uh, new changes to the rando as we uh, get ready for 7.0 uh side tournament wrap up here uh did either of you go to speed gaming live the the in-person tournament i was going to but i couldn't get off for work so unfortunately not no, I didn't go as well. I watched quite a lot of the content and spoke to people who have been there. I think everybody had a an amazing time. The, I think we had like I don't know thirty odd people who went, runners, non runners, people there just to kind of cheer people on. Um, it just seemed like it was a really successful event, from what I've heard. 
Yeah, it looked like a ton of fun. A um, bunch of people got to see each other for the first time, basically, uh, in the random community. It's always a, a fun treat to uh, be able to experience. Uh, as far as the tournaments, though, the online winner was Exodus, beating out what the hell's happened to uh, very old school runners, walking away with some cash there. And in the in-person tournament, uh, Riley was playing on a borrowed Wii, just VC mode Riley, was apparently unbeatable beat uh eight one eights in the finals um and yeah just what they had a ton of in-person events and uh seemed like a ton of fun for everyone i i couldn't get off work either but uh yeah probably looking forward to next year maybe but who knows there'll probably be a lot more meetups in the future i'd imagine that was a, a really interesting win for riley because he was there was a group phase beforehand he was oh and two uh in his group and then was able to win the rest of the matches to get out of the groups. He was the one of the lower seeds going into the brackets, and yeah, used a Wii, and then absolutely destroyed everybody and just won the entire thing. And I think you see his reaction at the end and him celebrating. Apparently, he actually like cut his own finger or something by punching something when he celebrated. <laughs> And he doesn't remember what he punched. Very sharp. Yeah. We. <laughs> it's uh, it's sick. I mean, it's underlines the importance of just taking a one match at a time. You know, and especially in a tournament setting, uh, you just don't want to have uh, one seed affect the next. So, uh, amazing work there by Riley. Also happening, uh, the Scrub Season Four. All five of their groups have now crowned a winner for their Season 4 tournaments uh, for Group Requiem, Deadly Thunder, friend of the podcast, Nocturne Group, Scorpio's Final Gambit. Uh, these next three, I have no idea who they are. Serenade, DTJ Melons, Bolero, Link, Hylian, with the underscore, and for Minuet, Codenome Silent. All very wonderful people, I'm sure. Um, but they've been going on for a couple months now, so it's nice to see them wrap up uh, fairly quickly. The uh, second French tournament, the Francophone tournament, uh, they're in their season two. And uh, semifinals were Just Sam versus Ryukan. I believe they played yesterday or today. And uh, Karyos is waiting against the winner of Pappy Grant and Gogeta. So a ton of really good runners there, all, of course, only French speakers. Uh, multi-world tournament also still going on uh <laughs> for the last episode uh, i think we were going to play right jimbo is that the yeah. pre pre-grace yeah i think it was uh, i think we were playing that week or the next weekend or something yeah and uh well my team won but <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got rolled well i wouldn't say that i mean it's just uh one of your teammates just forgot to turn in diving so that's all it really came down to, unfortunately. But uh, my team's two and one. We just, no, no, not two and one, three and one. And we just played an async. So we'll know later today if we lost or won this round. But probably nice. going to be playing in the uh, the tiebreak, hopefully. So there's that to look forward to, I guess. That's good. We've we had no uh, any issues with the, the crate in Graveyard since. <sighs> Yeah, no. Well, oh, yeah, my last round. I should mention that. That was incredibly cursed matchup slash round. So the very, 
so we we had async because our schedules were really bad with each other, right? It's like okay, so it's nice and chill, just you know, hang out with my friends in, in a voice call, playing multi world, and hopefully we're just good, cool. Um, <laughs> we uh, we couldn't figure out how to beat the game <laughs> because I thought that there was a stick in the box and graveyard. That stick was a boomerang. Oh, no. I mean, it was a stick. It was wooden. It was just at a cool item. (laughs) Yeah, pretty similar to a stick, really. So we had to forfeit the async, which felt really bad. (laughs) Um, But it turns out our opponents also could not beat the seed. So they also forfeited (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> so the, the organizers, we kind of had to twist our arms a little bit, I think, but uh, they eventually, graciously, I might add, uh, let us play again. So there's a second async. And we played first, my team. And uh, Zopar's power went out and it didn't come back for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that race room on race time and having yeah. no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, organizers were gracious enough to allow us to play again because they just gave the other team a new seed. They agreed to it. Cool. Third time's a charm. We won that by like 30 minutes average or something. Like, not close. So it feels good, but uh, that that night, uh, I think it was the solar eclipse. So it was just a giant blood red moon in the sky. And like looking over, I'm like, yeah, this is not cursed, right? Like it was, <laughs> nothing bad will happen today. Uh, it turns out all right, you know. Um, how, how does your team do in Jumbo? I think you guys were one and two, right? Yeah, we're actually one and three now. So we don't have a shot at making brackets. No. <laughs> yeah, I actually it's funny enough. Um so splits was the uh was the one not to out them or anything because I fucked up as well. But um Yeah. The, in our first match against you, splits was the one that I think that forgot to turn in lab dive, which I mean I've done that plenty of times. Um so it's you know, feels bad. But in the very next race, my dumbass forgot to buy uh I think it was splits hookshot. It was in Child, I think it was Child Bazaar. <laughs> and we had no idea where his hookshot upgrade was because he oh, was looking for a long shot. <laughs> and we must have went maybe 50 plus minutes just, you know, like going over different logic, like that, uh, you know, all the logic in the seed and whatnot and mm-hmm. trying to narrow everything down to figure out where it was. Meanwhile, all I had to do was look to my left, to my other monitor on my tracker, and to see that there was a hookshot in my child bazaar that was locked behind one wallet. That, And I think at that point I had... I might have had tycoons at that point. Oof. And I just completely forgot about it. So, yeah, I fucked us for that win. Um, and then in our most recent seed, I got fucked by chickens, kind of like you did in oh, the no. early race. So, yeah... yeah. Yeah, by the way, you won, right? The the league division by Bang? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Bank. And I think uh Pyra and Words just played a tiebreaker match. I wasn't even aware that we had to do that, but um hmm. yeah, I don't know the outcome of that match. I just 
was I was going through the race rooms and race time this morning because you know I'm like on top of recording all the yeah. damn races on the list. You so. are indeed, Jimbo. You're the savior <laughs> of, of race time, and we thank you for your service. Uh, of course, of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know the outcome of that match, but yeah, um, I think leak is concluded at this point, right? Yeah, should be close to it at least. Uh, we'll know all the results, uh, I guess, in the coming weeks and months before the next uh, season kicks off, but don't know when that will be. I don't think that's been confirmed either, but um, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I always have fun with the league, even though I don't always like the settings that it's run on, but I thought it was okay this time. It's a pretty close group, so hopefully it'll be uh, as close or closer next, uh, next to it for me and everyone else. And we also have random settings league. Um, it's kind of awkward timing in terms of like, we weren't sure if we should like, because we started the season late by like a month or so. It was the longest in between like regular seasons after season four brackets. It was like last year. I don't even know when it was. <laughs> I just, my it was recollection going of the time. time as Gerudo Trials and Scrubs. So I think it would have oh, been yeah. like February, January, February, something like that. The brackets were. Yeah, it's basically like three quarters of a year or something. Mm. Um, so it was a little awkward in terms of timing, but we figured, you know, we'll just have some overlap and probably won't be growing the season as we have every season since the first season. But um, I think that's fine. I think we've already found our like kind of niche community and everyone that wants to play RSL, I think, has already pretty much gotten into it. So it's, uh, but yeah, the uh, season five tournament rounds have begun chose to go with Swiss this time. Uh, instead of having a pair up versus pair down kind of situation every round, uh, figured a few people didn't really didn't like that. And with the mixed pools tournament using random uh, pairings um, that it, everyone seemed to like. So we kind of just copied that and are just kind of going with that after the first round, at least. First round is the, the leaderboard. So one versus the last, second to, second to last. And I got Zopar this this first round. So <laughs> playing my multi-world partner the day before we play our async for this round for multi-world. So like I was mad at him because he beat me. <laughs> and they're a really <laughs> bad seed. Um it was AD for bridge, all trials. He was looking for bottle, I believe. <laughs> wow. Uh at like around the five hour mark. I was looking for strength three. And uh, eventually he found Bottle, and then that led to Ganon's boss key on Lake, because Lake was path key, so, and the key was just there. <laughs> yeah, I had that in my first match as well, that SFM was path to key, and the GBK was just in SFM. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, it makes it nice and simple, at least. How did that match yeah. go for you? Uh, I won, so I'm, I'm 1-0. I played against Alf. We had, a, we had some fun settings of Songs on Dungeon Rewards and Boss Shuffle mm. and Dungeon Small Key Sanity and BKs any, Anywhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was it was absolute chaos, but I think that played to my skill set. And yeah, I was able to go 1 0 in that. Looking forward to the next round. Very nice. And, and for reference to the other uh, settings, oh yeah, it was like only Dungeon ER, Closed Dot, AD Bridge. Shuffle most things. Yeah, it's kind of an average RSL seed. 
played out a lot like uh, season three, though. It's kind of interesting. Like, you just had to buy everything, go everywhere, that sort of thing. No free ZL. Uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, season six, the main tourney, season six is nearly here. Uh, by the time you hear this podcast, Wall One will probably only be a day or two away. Uh, that's this coming weekend. We're recording now on a Sunday, but next Saturday, the NA Weekly and the EU Weekly, the 19th and 20th, respectively, um, those will be the first two quals. So it should be a uh, Pretty cool to see who's even going to play. I think we saw FMZ try to join the weekly today. We haven't seen them in forever. Um, tons of people are going to come back. Uh, hundreds of people will be playing the quals. We'll just see how how big the first two quals are going to be because I think it's really going to set the uh, set the pace and set the um, atmosphere for the quals that come afterwards. And exactly what will happen will probably shape the meta quite a bit. Um, going forward, but um, as, we, as we were kind of talking before we, we started recording uh, today, Chuckles, you mentioned that they're pretty similar to Season 5 uh, with the following changes. King's Aura Skip is banned for the tournament, but not in Standard, so you can still use it in RSL. They're closing the locks are up on Bountain. You, you can't <laughs> pass. I've already had a 50 skull seed for letter. It was fun. I don't care. <laughs> like it's it's pretty neutral for me. I know some people are really upset with it. Some people will really like it. You can't do that anymore. I think personally, uh, the meta needed changing. So I kind of respect the decision by the race mods here. Jimbo, any thoughts yeah. on uh, King's Wars good? I'm I'm completely 50-50 on it. Like it's nice to have one less thing to kind of think about. Like I don't need to rush ice for the sake of it early on i can just kind of lock that until the letter's there so it i I am kind of one of these people that i like that we have choices in the in standard settings that you know we don't just have a a straight line linear seed so going out of logic and doing some wacky things is is fine am i surprised this was chosen yeah okay i think it was I don't know. I thought maybe the discourse kind of wanted this allowed, but I'm completely fine with it. Yeah, I think you both pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, at, in the end, we kind of viewed it as like a 50-50 down the middle um, with like the vocal minority kind of um, lobbying for it to remain in the game, KZ Skip. Um, but when we looked over the feedback, we determined it was pretty much a 50-50 split. And agreeing with you, Emo, we decided that, you know, the meta did indeed need a change. So that's why we went with the decision that we made. And when you see, like, every winner of every weekly for months, just like, yeah, they KZ skipped. Of course they did. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you? It's just so good. You just, there's so many things that opens up. And uh, yeah, the song is just super powerful. So not surprised in the least to see this happen myself. Um, it was by far the most controversial thread uh, amongst all the Essex you know, discussion on uh, points uh, that were provided by the race mods. So I knew something was going to either happen to allow or disallow this, but um, so that's why I'm not too surprised. I think a lot of the frustrations just kind of got channeled into that thread too. Not, not really directly related to KZ Skip, but um, 
again, not surprising. Vanilla Adult Spawn is a little a little surprising after like months of having Prelude um, that you just kind of start with, plus your Free ZL song with the weekly's headings. It's kind of a nice workaround for that. I kind of liked not having to play songs personally, but yeah, it's nice that Child Random uh, Child Spawn is still random. So I don't know. It's still it provides enough variety that you're not really bored with it, but it's also your four hints are right there. You can just go to CAC get it out of the way, then go child and, you know, go back adult eh, like an hour later. I don't know. <laughs> kind of <laughs> depends on what you, you're, you're, uh, you're feeling in the seed. But um, four chickens, again, very thankful uh, that uh, fewer than seven somehow did not see this one coming at all. Um, yeah, there's just been so much uh, traction against changing that ever. And just like it, it hasn't even been a consideration, I don't think. Uh, for very many seasons, at least. So, and uh, the the biggest change probably uh, no barren hints. There are absolutely no foolish hints. Kind of just replaced with the uh, burning cack guaranteed hint, and then two additional sometimes hints. So now you have seven sometimes hints. It's been kind of cool in terms of how it's played out. Don't mind the settings changes, hints changes. I think uh, especially with random settings, league going to chaos hint distribution. <laughs> so it's mostly hmm. singletons anyway kind of used to this so uh, some seeds it'll be kind of a dud and then other seeds it'll be like your hammer's here your iron boots are here your magic's here ha like games <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i'm just like okay well is you have that inherent kind of uh, volatility and randomness i mean it's a randomizer it kind of should have that right to a degree I don't think it's like anti-competitive or anything either. I think it's uh, definitely a new take on kind of the season five settings that have been so popular um, last season that uh, it should be pretty cool seeing it go forward. Yeah, I'm really excited with the the no Baron hints. I think when it first came out, there was a lot of, ah, it's taken away foolish hints. We've tried this before and it didn't work out. And why are we doing it again? But honestly, I think the argument of one, the Baron hints are quite often stupid anyway like uh, yeah zora fountains baron great who cares <laughs> like mm-hmm. i think the only ones i really miss are like water temple and fire temple being foolish um because then you're like oh almost every seed i've got to think about climbing fire or every seed i've got to think about doing the whole of water but uh, not having late barons when you've already done the entire kind of area like I just think it's better to have no barren hints than to feel bad that you've just missed out on a hint and therefore wasted five minutes of your, your time. I think the uh, the biggest loss, and this is my personal opinion, uh, with no barren hints is like later in a seed when you're like close to glow mode or something and you have a couple dungeons left that you have to do. It's nice knowing if you have a foolish dungeon so you can just kind of like power through it rather than full clearing, not knowing whether or not you need to look for, say, strength three or something for lights and Ganons. You know, I mean, that, that, that I think is probably what I would view as like the, the strong suit of having um, Baron hints. Personally, it's probably not popular, but that's pretty much how I view it. 
at least I can do medallion forest without knowing that it's foolish. And I can just like live in ignorance that I may find an item <laughs> in this forest temple. It's exciting. It makes like, it actually yeah. not boring. Like, right? Ooh, like, like, and more then exciting I know than it would be. <laughs> right? Just a little bit. You know, they have that a little bit of suspense, you know? You, you already have, uh, additionally, with the, the season six changes here, uh, the community voted as well on, uh, you know, chest size, uh, textures, only size, and size and texture won overwhelmingly. Ten times as many votes as the other two options. Not surprised. It's always been kind of like that, especially with uh, last year. Everyone really liked those options with, with S5. So we kind of preferred them, especially with size. Size is just, just so cool. A lot of glitch players kind of uh, kind of poo-pooing it just because it doesn't allow for some glitches. But I think uh, for the glitchless main rando uh, player, I think it's just great. It's awesome. It's, it's almost as big as like the item models, right? Like not having eight pieces of heart and say, like, oh, that's actually a hookshot. For me, I voted for size and textures, but solely because we are, you know, at the time we were two weeks away from the main tournament that mm-hmm. I think the whole concept is that we, sh- we should go to textures only. And then we don't need to worry about dodgy logic breaks and things like that. You know, backflipping over the silver boulders in Goron City, or thinking about what the rule is for the wind tunnel in um, Shadow Temple. But with us being so close to the tournament, we're all used to sizes. We've played a lot of sizes over the last year or so. Keeping it for sizes and textures for now, I think, is the best thing. Yeah, I think if like weeklies or something went over to textures only, I think people would eventually like that more. Potentially, maybe not, but yeah. And I think this has all turned out because of the recent change to the small key texture. Because I think there was a lot of people unhappy about the old small key texture and that it was quite grey. It was quite difficult to differentiate it between um, a a normal round small chest and a, a key chest. But I think now with the the brightening of the of the like silver around it, I think it's amazing. I think the uh, artists have done a great job with that and yeah i mean some place still hard but i think in some place it will always be hard like looking yeah. through the gtg maze i think you're never going to like find a texture that is perfect for that room so that room just sucks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean you can peek it from the top as well you can go up to the top and you know roll through the walls and stuff so you can even avoid that so I think at that point, it's more strategy of you peaking and how much you trust your peaking rather than complaining about the textures, which I think at the moment are uh, top notch. I think that room is actually just problematic in general. Like, it's yeah. half the reason why GTG is so powerful. And if you just took away all the keys and just removed all of those checks from the randomizer, like, it's kind of a crazy idea, but like, what if that had just all just like got removed and you just go around like the loop and you can go pretty much either direction and you might need strength too. You might, you'll probably need bow. You probably won't go there otherwise. And you probably won't be there without a hook shot either. If that's the case, mm. like, is that a crazy idea? Or you have I vanilla can... keys and all the keys are just on the outside. So, you know, there's no keys on the inside then. 
Well, you could do that. I mean, you could just do like, uh, or you could do like KC for GTD only, and then just like it's still <laughs> as many checks. It's just a lot. It's still like item requirements, but it's not crazy powerful. You know, it still takes some time to get through it. Be more like a, a weird ice cavern. Yeah. I was just going to say, I don't know. I feel like if you make GTG Keezy for whatever reason, like all the mad lads, as soon as they get long shot or opponents are just going to go GTG anyway, whether they have the item requirements. Well, or they're not. probably going to do that anyway, aren't, weren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, if you're comparing it to ice, it's kind of like KZ skip. Like, oh, I had a bottle. Okay, I'm going ice. Bottle and hovers or bottle and ZL, I'm going ice. Hook and bow, I'm yeah. going to GTG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, never nothing's ever gonna be perfect, right? My my next big goal for the randomizer will be removing suns entirely. I don't think. Ah, this... Jesus Christ! Ah, ah. I'll win. Again. Mark my words. Oh, man. <laughs> um, well, I mean, my biggest desire for these final settings wasn't included, and that is blue fire arrows. Rip blue fire arrows. One day they will be utilized. Yeah, we add them to RSL. We're cool. <laughs> no, Absolutely. Oh, we're not cool. We're hip. <laughs> we're uncool. The standard tournament's uncool. According uh, to Emo. It's got enough hype around it that, you know, I think it's fine if it's uncool. Like it, it's kind of fashionable almost in a way. But that's fair. I can wear that. Like it's not bad. It's not that it's bad. It's I know, just like get I get bored. Yeah, I just get bored with it sometimes. So <laughs> I need I need the textures to to let me live freely as I am as a stone of agony. Um, so two questions here: How much practice have you done so the so far this year with these exact settings for S6, and how have the settings felt to you so far? Ha! I've done like little to no practice aside from like testing the settings after once they were released i've barely played so my qual my qual experience is probably going to be horrible but um i mean yeah again outside of like doing the play tests during the play tests i felt like they played okay i just i don't know i got i've gotten sidetracked with other stuff outside of that in the meantime so it, i just never had time to play it afterwards yeah, I think I've done about, uh, I think it's about eight to ten seeds that I've I've done. And I've done terrible all, in pretty much all of them. So look at me scraping through to get into Challenge Cup, probably. So if you're doing fantasy, probably don't select me. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want my dreadful records on your team sheet. I might pick I mean, you. I, I mean, oh, I really? realistically might pick you, yeah. Wow. I mean, I am on my tier list. I'm I'm not high up my tier list. <laughs> is it well, a bit vain if you select yourself? I don't know. Like, well, last year for fantasy, this isn't the what the hell is this Discord? Um, last year for fantasy, um, I picked myself third. So, third, my third pick at least, not third overall. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> hey, maybe oh, it kind of helped motivate me a little bit. You know, may or may not have bet somebody uh, that I'm going to beat them. So. I have that to nice. play for as well. But uh, weeklies have also started. And, oh yeah, I guess I should answer the question. Uh, so yeah. I've done about maybe a dozen or so seeds, and I like the settings. 
That's pretty much it. <laughs> like they're, they're yeah. nice. I always hated foolishes. They were stupid. They don't really save that much time. They just feel bad most of the time. It, it also makes you more independent of hens, which I think is a, a better thing for this randomizer specifically. Like it, we, we've already kind of had that with season four, I think along with learning our lesson that bridge should probably almost always be six meds. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just not good usually to have it fewer than that, but um. Yeah, just, uh, it's, it's kind of S5, isn't it? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a twist on S5. I, I think you have enough that is at play that it really doesn't need a whole lot, really. I think banning King's Aura Skip dealt with a lot of the problems with S5, the meta that developed. Um, a lot of decisions are a lot more interesting now, especially with No Foolishes. Uh, do I Folklear Field, which isn't great? Do I go to Valia's Child? Like, Switch Ages go Valia's Child? And I don't know what else, like, four chickens? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's kind of a, it's kind of either one is bad. So uh, it has more interesting questions like that. So I think that's going to lead to more interesting avenues, choices, and 1v1 matchups. Uh, the quals are going to be chaotic. That I am uh, very confident of. <laughs> it's... It's going to be a lot of changes. A lot of people that are going to be up and coming. Um, probably half the players, I would say, that make top 64 will not have qualified for any main tournament previously. That's going to be my kind of crazy. Wow, <laughs> that's, a, that's a big th- half of the runners. Oh my half, goodness, yeah, man. yeah. That's, I, that's I really crazy. do think it's going to be something sizable. And I think they're going to do really well too. <laughs> like I don't, I don't think it's going to be like, oh yeah, Jimmy's fifty uh, six seed, like rolling in here. Like, no, no, no. He's like, no, oh, he could like go to semis. Who knows? Like, <laughs> this is S six, baby. It's, uh, it's it's crazy. Um, I don't think you're wrong in saying that either. I know there's a lot of up and coming racers uh, in the community that I think definitely have a shot in uh, in the main tournament to go far. Yeah, like Natharian, I mean, he won the NA Weekly this weekend. Like, yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen in a while. So, I mean, he just yeah. got fifth a couple weeks ago as well, some, somewhere around there. So, hell, yeah, I mean, I think he has a great shot uh, if he does well in the quals. But remains to be seen. Of course, quals, uh, it's going to affect the nerves, you know. <laughs> it's uh, high pressure. Tons and tons of people. You have to fight yourself, uh, salts, uh, you know, anxiety, you know. Uh, it's, uh, it's a crazy time of the year. <laughs> a, I mean, it, and it's just great that everybody comes out and just plays. Oh yeah, this. Like, we, they're super weeklies. They're not just yeah. weeklies. I mean, now we're now we're actually having weekly weeklies. You know, sixty people every weekly minimum uh, in the weeks leading up to the this main tournament. We'll have hundreds in each race for the first few calls, at least. I know that mm-hmm. um, it's always been the case. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot to look forward to. I think, but. Uh, the weeklies have started enforcing a start at <laughs> exactly the top of the hour. Um, I, I like this change. <laughs> I honestly, I think it's really funny if somebody like joins last minute and then just like gets booted because <laughs> they they don't ready fast enough. Like it's <laughs> or, or you do what Lefty did today in the EU weekly oh, and joined yeah, yeah. at two o'clock and was ready. <laughs> yeah, just immediately yeah. ready. I'm surprised I'm here. (laughs) People, people like are afraid of getting kicked out if you're like a minute or so behind. But just click ready and just start a little later. (laughs) 
Just That's be there all you on have time. To do. Yeah. It's <laughs> literally all you Quite have ready. to do. Like we've had like people for whatever reason think that they're able to delay the race by five or ten minutes because you know for whatever reason they weren't ready when the race room was opened an hour prior to start time yeah like it just it doesn't make any sense to me why starting on time is such an issue and if for whatever reason you can't start on time all you have to do is just ready up and eat the time loss in a weekly i mean no one's mm -hmm. gonna fault you for that you're hey, gonna have to wait for the top of the hour at minimum at least anyway so i don't think it really changes just get ready sooner <laughs> just just ah <laughs> like, yeah like everybody got booted today. for it yeah yeah uh wasn't happy about it but you know i mean what are you yeah at an hour do? so uh yeah exactly so i I'm right there with you. I, I've always kind of been, everyone's kind of been annoyed with that. Like, oh yeah, it's 15 after and there's like two guys not ready yet. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, it's not that like, you know, okay, two, three minutes, whatever. But I mean, when you're wasting, there's like, like you said, Emo, there's 60 plus people in all these races now. You're now wasting all of their time because they were on time. You're not on time. So why are we punishing the other 59 people for being mm -hmm. on time because you can't ready on time. You know what I mean? It's just, it's unreasonable. And we wanted to kind of like break that habit leading into quals because we're not like, this is applying to qualifiers too. Like we're not, we're not waiting. Like we're going to mm -hmm. start on time and that's it. If you can't ready up, then I guess you're going to have to join the next qualifier. That's just how it's going to be. I'm sorry to say it, but Listen, if your setup is slow, you're going to play slow anyway. So, like, how fast you're going to go. I mean, I'm not saying that. But That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I just... One e-weekly last week where the race started early, and I don't think the restream was ready. <laughs> we were like, yeah, yeah. we're ready. We're going we're gonna to play. Whatever. Sorry, Traz. We're going. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, just a you know, final thought, like just so everybody's aware, this is again applying to qualifiers. And you know, again, like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to ready up or you're you know, you're just not gonna be able to race in the race, unfortunately. That's you know that's how we're doing it this year. Yeah, no, I think it's a good change. Uh it's just ripping off the band-aid a couple of weeks sooner rather than having quals like get missed out on and you know, that that feels a lot worse. So uh Maybe a bit harsh, but you know, but it's we've all also been incredibly lax on it for years. So, yeah. Um, but speaking about weeklies, uh, Chuckles and I just played a seed today. Um, and the average seed length, by the way, uh, shout outs to Winnie for checking this out, but seems to be about two and a half hours for first place. Out of 36 practice races that had at least eight entrants and at least a few people that are quote unquote top 64 quality, the average of those winning times was 230 34. So um, I don't know. I'm not really surprised hearing that, not including today's race. Um, <laughs> that uh, I don't know. Fastest seeds have been around a 145, longest seed nearly four hours. You know, you got that variance in time. So it, is that too much variance of time, do you guys think? Or how do you guys feel about seed length in season six? 
it's this is Uta, right? It's yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult to have consistent time ranges when we've got so many checks that are so you know spread around the map and the requirements for you know all these dungeons that we have to complete in every seed. So I th- I think two thirty is probably like the the average you want to aim for. Maybe a little bit less. Maybe I know SGL kind of was going at about 210, 220 uh, on average for seeds. 230, it's cool. I think you're still kind of in the zone. You're still playing well. Once you start getting over that 230 mark, that fatigue sets in. You start having to put a lot of time into playing. And, you know, we're all busy, busy people. Is he playing rando, yeah. I literally am playing too much <laughs> <laughs> multi world RSL and S six calls. Like what I what do I what else do I do in my life? Like, come on. Eat, sleep, play rando. <laughs> I mean, according to Discord, you're playing a seed right now. Time elapses. Playing, yeah. What are you doing hours. right now, Chuck? Can I, <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still in Jabu. Hold on, let me. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I, I forfeited. Oh I'm God. still in Jabu. Um, but yeah, like three quarters of the races with the winning time have been in the two hour range, like two to three hours. I think if you play well, you should be able to sub three. I think that's always been true for the most part, with a few like. Okay, it's all dungeons for two skulls and something else terrible. Okay, well, maybe that one shouldn't be sub three, like no matter what. But uh, I just anything under two just feels way too fast, I think, for this game. Um, I've always been not a huge fan of jet seeds. I think two and a half is like close to that. Uh, this is kind of feeling a lot like S5 did. So I think later in the tournament, when the pressure is on and uh, things are on the line, I think you'll see a lot of sub twos actually with these settings. Uh, I think we just have to figure out how to play S six yet. I don't think really, I don't think no one really knows. Um, maybe aside from uh, Icola or Cariosa, but um, they're, I think they're just uh, really good players regardless. So uh, time will tell, though, for sure. Now, let's get into some predictions. Predictions time for season six. Um, who do you think's going to win this year? Um, the whole thing. <laughs> the whole tour. I think there's probably uh, maybe eight runners that <laughs> I think have a, have a chance of winning. You've got to think, we've got this whole qualifying season. And we've got what a top sixty-four bracket. I don't even know how many rounds that is in a double elimination bracket. Like a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot, that's, that's <laughs> a lot of rounds of of Zuta. I mean, I'll, I'll throw some mine in the hat. Like, I honestly think it could be between E. Cola, Cariosa, and Sponge. I think I'm I'm going to say it's one of those three. Probably pretty significantly. I I think that is my prediction. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say uh, Goomba and Sponge. Ooh. It's going to be between those two. I think another name that I'd probably throw in, like 
it's like, rough Ex- man. exodus has been so good recently oh no, like, that's true yeah i don't know what exo has taken in the last like <laughs> six months since since sgl but he's just the the old school bingo just cracks it's really <laughs> yes he's just, he's just clicked it he's just clicked it he's just he i mean he's always been now. one of the best uh any later players it's always been true uh came up with a lot of setups uh, that people still use to these day, these this day, but um, FAE baby, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a kind of a bad question, just because there's so many possibilities. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think it'll finally be a non-French speaker that it wins the main tournament because we've we've, I mean, I guess ATZ one season. Two, one, two. I don't know. One of those seasons. <laughs> Way too long ago. In the, in the cowboy era of Zuta, when there was cutscenes yeah. and, low chests where, and yeah, like people that. were like drawing like shit on the cave walls and stuff, and like you know, <laughs> you need uh, Stone of Agony. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking. It's so funny hearing some of the the old stories from like the early uh, seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how much has changed. I mean, you don't even have to be Link anymore in this game. Yeah. You know, hello? Like, like, uh, yeah, I mean, you can play uh, as, like, uh, whoever, and you can play, like, you know, anti-weekly settings. Those are a thing. Um, just, you know, it's the week. It's like Essex, you know, just reversed. Just all the checks are disabled, and all the checks that aren't disabled are just, uh, you know, it's uh, it's different. <laughs> I mean, it, my main point is you, you can just play however you want to play now. And um, it's amazing where we're even going to be going in like a couple months from now, like end of season six. Like what happens then? Um, any sleeper picks for top 64 this year? Uh, I'll go through a couple of mine. So I, I think. I know you said like 50% are going to be new to the top 64. I, I don't think it's going to be that much, but I think we're definitely going to see some some new people either getting back in that haven't been in before um, or, or new people. I think One Shot's got a good chance of, of being really good. He was in Challenge Cup last time um, after being in the top 32 in Season 4. Um, hmm. came Went to the semi-finals in S... Um, S5 in the Challenge Cup, but I think this year, I think he's going to do really well. A couple of other picks I've got. Scarlet Sisters, right? I've, I've been seeing them in League absolutely destroy their division. Like, mm. looking forward to see them. And then a couple of new people, more so Leon, like, just grinding out the, the matches, playing really well. I'd also give a shout out to Louis, Louis Ferns, Netherian, Cine, like all of these people potentially are. Well, they all just kind of showed up too. They just started yeah. playing, yeah. <laughs> just got good. So I mean, it just goes to show anyone can get good at randomizer and especially OT randomizer. And that's, that's why it's cool, really. I mean, it's, I think for me, um, you'll see like probably a good, like, I don't know. I'm going with my half theory. It's going to be half the people that qualified last season, and then the half, other half are new people. Um, but I, hmm, 
You know what? I think it's going to make top 64 sleeper pick. I mean, I think Chuckles has a great, <laughs> great uh, shot at making top 64. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Chuckles, I think, Chuckles 501 is, is... I think I would say I'm the sleeper pick. I'll pick myself as the sleeper pick. Nice. Uh, Going to be making sure not to go on late night walks alone uh, in the dark and injure myself again. Really, pretty salty <laughs> yeah, about that. Don't, still, uh, don't fall over and break your hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So the timing couldn't have been worse for that too. But I think I had like a whole week at, week off this uh, Christmas season for work. So. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, I get a lot of new time off. Got a new my boss gave me his office. Like it, it's been, it's been a weird time. Uh, SX settings are good. Like what? Chickens lot fewer than seven. What? Huh? <laughs> Email. I'll, I'll be honest, and I actually you weren't on my list at all. So I've had to mm. I've had to add you in. <laughs> wow. I've had to slot you in. <laughs> wow. That was. I mean, I've only got 128 runners, so I've put, I've put you at 129 emo. If that's, if that's I'm okay. sure I'll find a way to fuck it up. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> do every season. That's how I feel as well. I'm yeah. going to do something to fuck it up. That's just how it goes. Just what what's going to be this year? Just tell me, tell me now before I do it. Like if you had if you had that as an option, like you you know you rub a lamp and a genie pops out, and it's like I could tell you what happens this year if you want. <laughs> like you you can't change it either. It's going to happen. You would you want to know? Yeah. Would you want to know? Fucking Will Smith pops out, asks you. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, the simulation just falls apart. So uh, <laughs> um, I like I like going through the whole thing. It's like it's almost watching season quals and things like that. It's like binge watching Netflix shows. <laughs> like it's yeah. It's just like your television and drama and you know i play this game for a, a lot of reasons like the people my own enjoyment of playing but i don't know i think commentating some of these matches and seeing who's doing well is is really getting me excited for uh this season so i'm really looking forward yeah, to it definitely excited to get back into commentating more uh definitely have taken more of a break in that regard uh i don't know i've always liked commentating so um you know, I, the weekly commentary for me, I think it's not always interesting, especially if the restreamer picks, uh, you know, not top runners, which is fine. Me, no, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had very good showings either recently in, in restream, so it's fine. But um, yeah, no, I just personally to commentate, I, I just I need. To see the the action, the competitiveness, uh, the closeness in terms of matchups, and all, all the the different things that make it competitive, you know, it, it's just more interesting for the the, the audience, the comment, every everyone pretty much. Um, so, I, qual season, main season, um, very hyped for. Hopefully, this year I get to actually commentate more than I did last year. I think I did like one matchup and then i was granted grand quals like oh, wow. grand finals <laughs> for comms. i was like oh uh, okay i mean I, I basically i couldn't make any of them because they're all like french basically or european so all the americans just like lost out in the first like couple rounds so i was like well 
guess I'm not coming. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I just work every time they want to do any of these things. So it drives me insane. But uh, so what are your personal goals for the season? Sorry, I have uh, I had uh, some balls in my mouth. <laughs> no, remember when I said it? Oh my god, I'm choking now. Jeez. No, no. Right. It's choking on your balls. It's terrible. I'm choking on my balls. No, remember I said I was getting pearl milk tea. It has the little tapioca balls in there. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, my goal. Ronan, we're keeping this in, by the way. We're keeping this. Oh in. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, in all seriousness. In all seriousness, though, my goal is um just to qualify. I just want to qualify. I don't even care if it's you know the 64th spot. I just want to be able to make it in, just to say I made it in. And then if I end up going somewhere with it, cool. But that's pretty much all I'm asking for. Yeah, I, I think I actually just want to make Challenge Cup. I don't think I'd even want to make Top 64 because I know I'll just go 0-2 and, and I'll just be disappointed. So maybe I'll be happier with a, a good run in the Challenge Cup. You know, maybe get into like that first like seeding, the first kind of 16 runners in Challenge Cup. But mm-hmm. if we hit 64, you know, go for it. Yeah, for me personally, it's just uh, I've always felt like I can be a top 32 or 64 runner. I'm just not for whatever reason, usually settings related. But it's just um, yeah, I just want to qualify this year again, <laughs> six time in a row. <laughs> just like getting old uh, you know my hair is going gray now like i just like uh how many more seasons i'm be like i think it was two or three seasons ago where it's like hey yeah season six will be your season be like oh what am i kidding let's like 10 years in the future i'm just like now that we're here (laughs) like um so i just want to qualify just be uh recognized in the community as uh not a bad player so uh, I've always had a lot of faith in my 1v1 uh, capabilities, especially on depending on who I'm playing. I think I can really uh, um, adapt pretty well. So just want to be able to show that off. And But you have to get past the calls. So <laughs> you have to trundle on uh, through whatever the hell is going to happen here. But uh, how many people do you think will uh, join Qual 1? S5 had a 142. I think it's going to be more than that. This year, really, yeah, um, not by much, maybe, maybe somewhere around like 160, 170. But I definitely think the number's going to increase just because of like you know, it's a new year, uh, randomizer. I think, like, with all the tournaments and stuff going on, we're pretty much like the randomizer is pretty popular. Um, and I think like some scrubs players, for instance, that maybe didn't feel confident. Uh, playing in the qualifiers last year might have, you know, have increased confidence this year and will maybe join the qualifiers to see, you know, what they can do. Um, so, I mean, well, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, that's, I'm going to sit between 160, 170 people. I think it'll be 150. Pretty much on the dot. I think it's going to be fewer. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say less. I I don't know. I think I'm going to not not a lot less. I think 120, 130. I just think we're in a post-covid world with Ocarina of Time randomizer 
Um, and I just think not everybody is going to turn up just because of life mm. happening and other That's events fair. and things like that. Yeah, perhaps so, like the average number is just going to get higher, but the first one won't be as big or something mm. like that. I could see that, like every qualifier being over 100 people. I could see that. I mean, we almost got there last year, but... I think there were a few like West Coast start ones that were 80-odd, weren't there, last season? Yeah, those are the ones I, I think you're, you're going to want to play in. So I'm, for mm. my personal strategy is to just play in the back half only. Don't play the first half of quals. Yeah, I think this goes into, like, do you wait? Do you kind of, like, just get it done when you can? For me, I can only make eight, and that's making two NA weeklies as well. So Hmm. so, (laughs) That's fair. uh, I I will just be, you know, I'll be playing qual two, and I'll be playing qual 17 or something like that. So I'm, I'm spreading it out. Any uh, final thoughts before we uh, wrap this little tiny episode up uh, about season six? Uh, maybe skins, pots, uh, races, practice, expectations, hopes, dreams. Um, I, mean... I expect drama. Oh no! I tell you what, I will expect. <laughs> I wonder. Um, I wonder if we'll have any people who maybe removed for cheating. We had quite a big cheating kind of thing last time. I really hope that people can have a very good positive uh, competitive spirit during this. So to anybody out there listening to this, thinking about stream sniping or anything like that, don't do it. It's lame. Yeah, you dirty cheaters. I'm coming for you. That's the one. Jimbo's got to get you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's totally not worth it. Like the punishments are really steep and harsh so uh if you like playing the game i wouldn't do it if i were you that will do it for this episode of the podcast Uh, thanks again to jimbo and chuckles for joining me again as guests second time in a row thank you thank you thank you i really appreciate you inviting me back had a great time uh hopefully we can do it again in the future always a pleasure talking shit about Ocarina of Time Randomizer so thank you for having me you both are very welcome and thanks again to Ronan Recordings our editor and Winnie Demon our script writer Uh, I do a lot of work for the podcast and help make it um, listenable for the audience (laughs) you know uh, it's great if we didn't have them we wouldn't have a podcast so um yeah that's going to do it for today thanks again for watching and uh, we'll see you all next time on the gossip stone podcast